Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Soon NATO will be the 32nd Freestanding, perhaps free, 33, 32 freestanding members standing together to defend our people and our territory. Ah, yes, and uh, the bad guys of the world were quaking in their boots as Joe Biden, with his grandfatherly appeal, put the fear of dog into them. You know, a dog is their co pilot. I saw that on the bumper sticker. They got, that's the bumper sticker on the White House, uh, the presidential limousine, the beast. Says, dog is my co-pilot. Kind of weird. Also says, be patient, student driver. (laughs) Classified documents in trunk. All kinds of bumper stickers. If the beast, you know, the presidential limousine, if the presidential limousine had bumper stickers, I think that'd be a pretty good start. Well, happy Thursday to you, and welcome once again. Lunch Bucket Joe, uh, what a what a sad, sad situation. That's an Elton John lyric there, isn't it? And I think that, uh, I think that was. And uh, he is, uh, is he home yet from uh, Europe? He was, I saw him uh, getting on the uh, Air Force One from the lower stairs. They didn't have the big stairs because they didn't want him to trip and fall. So uh, the 747, the, the uh, Air Force One, uh, there are two of them, but uh, the one that he took over to Europe, he was getting back on the airplane yesterday, and they didn't have the normal steps going up to the upstairs of the 747. There is a, a downstairs in the belly of the plane. There is a fold-down um, kind of panel uh, beneath the airplane, and it allows you to get into the belly of the plane, and then once you're in the belly of the plane, I've been in there on uh, Air Force One, one of the two current Air Force Ones, uh, and a George W. Bush's exercise bicycle was was still down there, bolted to the frame of the airplane down in the belly of the plane. George W. used to like to go down there during long flights and do the exercise bicycle. Uh, and uh, and uh, but uh, Barack Obama, he just had a bunch of Nico gum uh, in the <laughs> in the desk and the and uh, the uh, flying oval, as they call it, the president's office in Air Force One. But I digress. Joe Biden got on the steps that uh, just a few little steps that take you into the belly of the plane, then somebody has to walk him up the interior stairs inside the airplane. But they apparently didn't want him to embarrass himself uh, falling down. You know, he's fallen on multiple occasions walking up the steps to uh, Air Force One. And um, I think, you know, he needed, a, he needed a lot of nap time on this trip. He missed the, the NATO dinner, the NATO gathering in Vilnius, Lithuania. And he, uh, he missed the dinner because they said, what do you want? He's already worked four long days. Of course, the first day he was on the beach in Delaware. Uh, that's one of his hard work days. The second day, I think they were flying to Europe aboard Air Force One where there's a bedroom for the president. Um, it's kind of a funny bedroom, though. It's in the nose of the plane, and it's really just kind of a big V-shaped couch. Not the most comfortable bed you're going to find. 
Um, you know, the Arab kings, they have uh, much more luxurious uh, f- airliners, private airliners, um, and, and, uh, but, but that's not important now either. So Joe Biden is on the, on the way back. Also in Vilnius, did you hear him? He talked a lot about the weather. Huh, weather is kooky. We're going to have to do something to save the climate because the climate is real bad. And we don't like a real bad climate. We like a real good climate. So we're going to fix it, make it better. This is what they're telling people. And uh, some people, you know, if you're dumb enough, you might believe them. Hey, the government's going to make the climate better. This is going to be great. God, the Republicans don't want to make the climate better. The Democrats want to make the climate better. It's going to cost us a lot of money, and we're going to have to give up a lot of our freedoms and a lot of things that people have worked for centuries to acquire on the planet Earth, but we're going to, we're going to do away with all that. But the climate will be better. At least we'll say that it is better. It's amazing. The front page of the Washington Post today, above the fold, above the fold, um, alarms. It's alarms. we got alarms. We should all be alarmed. Alarms for a planet on edge, colon. They love their colons. Flooding, fires, and lethal heat. It's going to be hot today in Washington, D.C. And that's uh, big news. Now the weather's... uh, It's summertime in Washington. It's going to be 96 degrees. That's not really that uncommon. And... uh, But it's uh, big news now because the weather is political. The Democrats have made the weather political. Like gender and uh, grammar school education and sports and Bud Light and uh, just about everything. They've made everything political. Everything doesn't need to be political. Remember normal. Please remember normal. And if you go to the Chris Plant store, you can get T-shirts that say remember normal on them. Have a a tasteful and discreet Chris Plant show logo on the sleeve. And uh, coffee mugs that say remember normal. They're great gifts for people who aren't normal as well. You know, family members, neighbors, friends, coworkers. uh, Just get them a remember normal mug. Uh, and uh, let them look at it every day. Maybe uh, something will click. Um, warmings, warmings, this is the word they have. Warmings link to extreme events is clear. What isn't, comma, experts say, comma, is when we'll act. We have to act to make, um, you know, uh, 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 hot days cooler and cool days warmer, right? Uh, if it's going to rain, we'd like it to rain less. We'd like hailstones to be smaller, and the Chinese don't care, <laughs> and neither does India, and uh, really the rest of the world. That much. Uh, although Germany had a, they dabbled in this for a little while, and it was a, it was a catastrophe, a catastrophe. But uh, never mind that. They want that same catastrophe here: the economic, the cultural, the social, the energy catastrophe. Because the Democrats are anti-energy, they're anti-fossil fuels. Oh, did you see yesterday there was kind of a congressional softball game, softball game. What, what was that, like an interview on MSNBC? <laughs> no, an actual softball game on a softball diamond. Did any Democrat Party volunteers show up and try to shoot everyone on the field? No, fortunately, nobody uh, did. But it was a, it's, uh, I guess it was the women in Congress playing softball against uh, the women in the Washington press corps. And uh, are many of them dating, Michael? Do you know how many of them are dating? It's hard to say. It is a softball, two softball teams. But, uh, but never mind that. We'll, uh, we'll set that aside for a moment, too. And uh, the field was taken over by radical uh, anti-fossil fuels, leftists, lunatics wearing matching T-shirts. Uh, the, we hate fossil fuels. We hate energy. They also hate um, nuclear energy because of that Jane Fonda movie, you know. And then uh, from like 40 years ago and the China syndrome. And then... Uh, you know the movie The China Syndrome? 
Um, my when I was living in Santa Barbara, California, my landlord was in that movie. My landlord was in that movie. He owned a mansion in Montecito. My brother Daniel and I rented out the servants' quarters. That was our apartment. Servants' quarters in a big mansion in Montecito. It was kind of fun. We had parking, you know. And, uh, yeah, Martin Fisco was, he was the security guard in the nuclear plant. And uh, Jack Lemon took his gun away. And uh, said, Jack, Jack, what are you doing, Jack? All right, that's my California story of the day. Uh, but uh, but they don't like uh, hydroelectric. That's dams because you have to have a dam, and the dam might hurt the fish. And they don't want to hurt the fish. They just want you to send a check to Planned Parenthood because their priorities are unusual, unusual. They uh, they love, you know, uh, rutabagas. They'll save the rutabagas but uh, uh, send a check to Planned Parenthood. So they uh, they don't like hydroelectric because you dam up a valley with a dam, and then you let the, the river run through the dam, and it uh, forces the turbines to, to churn, and it creates friction, which leads to electricity, and it keeps the lights on at your grandma's house and the heat and all that stuff. But the Democrats are against that because the fish, right? You know, it's like the old existential question. And because the fish. So they don't like nuclear, and they're against that. They won't let you build that. Uh, you know, the U.S. Navy's been running little nuclear power plants on ships for about 50 years now without a single incident, but there was a Jane Fonda movie. So they're against nuclear, they're against hydroelectric, and they're against fossil fuels. Basically, they've got the Gilligan's Island model and plan where the professor gets on the bicycle and you know rides the bicycle and that's all the electricity you get. That's the Democrat Party's plan. And solar panels, which are filled with toxins, and the toxins are mined in Africa and Latin America by child slave labor. We didn't even get to that story, Michael, a couple of days ago about the African child slaves mining the minerals uh, to, to get the, the elements for your electric car battery, right? But the Democrats are fine with that. They are the party of slavery, after all. So we got that going. All right, but uh, there's more to get to as well. Uh, the lead story in the Washington Post today, next to alarms for a planet on edge, flooding, fires, and lethal heat. Uh, and, uh, you know, it, it is <laughs> what isn't, experts say, is when we'll act. We have to act to change the climate. We're going to change the climate. Just ask the Democrats. And, uh, again, what's the rest of the world doing? Mm, that doesn't matter. We're going to wreck this place. But the lead story in the Post today, fresh signs of easing prices which is, of course, the opposite of the truth. That's, uh, that's not true. Have you seen fresh signs of easing prices? Inflation closer to normal levels. Closer to normal levels. That sounds very encouraging, doesn't it? Economic picture, starkly different from a year ago. Yeah, it's starkly different from a year ago. That's, uh, that's your Democrat Party. And, that you know, the Washington Post in this case. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. So the, the the only problem with that is it's not true. Maybe some official government number somewhere says that inflation is better than ever. But uh, don't believe it because these people lie all the time. That's one of the issues that we've got in Washington these days is that uh, the place is full of liars. You know, they got uh, these lying Sacagawea types all over the place. Man, I'm telling you. Uh, so we got that. We got that going, friend, and I will explain. Also, the Inflation Reduction Act, uh, the Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget. We've got a committee for a responsible federal budget? 
Yes, we do. Um, they're, you know, they're trying. They're, <laughs> they're trying. Haven't made a lot of headway yet, but they're working on it. They've got, they've got the right idea in mind here. Inflation Reduction Act, you know, the multi-trillion dollar whatever, Joe Biden. Uh, climate budget. It turns out that they told us that the climate, the money for the climate in the Inflation Reduction Act, which has nothing to do with the weather, uh, was going to be $400 billion. That's, they said, the original projected cost was going to be $400 billion. Now they tell us, well, really it's going to be $660 billion. $660 billion. Does that also pay off student debt to buy votes the old-fashioned way, uh, the Chicago way? No, but uh, it was. they said, oh, it's going to cost $400 billion, uh, the climate budget in the Inflation Reduction Act. Right, sure, yeah. And we're going to have the... You know, the cocaine budget in the uh, Schwinn Bicycle Act, because uh, it's also completely unrelated. But uh, that's the, just part of the big lie they lie to us all the time. Uh, so we've got, we've got lots of stuff going on with, with, those, with those items there. But that's not all, because there's a lot more. We've got uh, lots of Joe Biden. And we had the big FBI hearing on uh, Capitol Hill yesterday. Big FBI hearing. And Christopher Wray, who is uh, one of my brother's, uh, in Chicago, texted me this morning that he was a lion Sacagawea. He texted me, <laughs> and he spelled Sacagawea correctly. Uh, lion Sacagawea. In fact, I think my I think it was my brother that originated the the turn of phrase, the lion Sacagawea, because he's got kids, you know, and he had kids at home, so uh, clean up his act. So he started with the lion Sacagawea, and uh, I believe that's where that came from. <laughs> my my brother uh, coming up with that just to keep it clean around the kids. So we got that going. And, oh, yeah, and RNC research. See, the, the Washington Post, I know there's another thing here. Here it is, fresh signs of easing prices, inflation closer to normal. Uh, remember normal. Uh, but RNC, the Republican National Committee research people, put out a tweet yesterday with a graphic, and uh, they explained since Biden took office, prices are up by 16.6%, and wages are down by 3%. Wait a minute, so real inflation, that is uh, prices, you know, the things that you buy uh, and what they cost. Prices are up by 16.6%. That would be real inflation. That would be actual inflation, RNC research. And real wages are down 3%, down 3%. But why would the Democrats care about that? They don't. They're, they're changing the weather, changing the weather. Uh, also, artificial intelligence who better to talk about artificial intelligence than Kamala Harris? Honestly, I think she defines artificial intelligence. In the dictionary, when you look it up, there's a little picture of her <laughs> next to it. Uh, also, uh, ring cameras, you know those doorbell cameras? Turns out they're racist. They are uh, racist, uh, according to the, the Democrats at Wired Magazine. And in Washington, D.C., Black Restaurant Week starts today. Black Restaurant Week. No white restaurant week. That's not this week. No uh, Chinese food restaurant week. No, none of that. No uh, Latino restaurant week. They don't have that. And PBS at taxpayer expense, the panhandler broadcasting system. The Statue of Liberty is entangled with whiteness. Not that these people are racist about anything or anything like that. And we are at 888-630-9625. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. 
Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. Now, uh, the Republican Party has to come out and rebut and refute things that the White House says because so many of the things that they say are untrue. And they knowingly tell these untruths, which my mother used to refer to as lies. She was very disapproving of uh, lies. One of the many reasons I grew up as truthful a person as I am today and so the White House put out a uh, statement is a, a false statement. They have a Twitter account, and they haven't been banned or anything for disinformation and misinformation, but uh, we should look at that. The White House said uh, on July 11th, inflation-adjusted income is up 3.5% since POTUS took office, and low-wage workers have seen the largest wage gains over the last year, helping power our economy. Bidenomics is growing the economy from the middle out and the bottom up, whatever their bumper sticker is. They, then they change genders. It's kind of a weird thing. But the, uh, a note was added to this, which says the federal government is kind of a fact check. The federal government data does not support this growth claim. Inflation-adjusted hourly earnings were $11.41 per hour in January 2021 when Biden took office. And in its latest release, May of 2023, is $11.03. That's from the U.S. government, the Bureau of Labor Statistics. This represents a decline of 3.3%, not an increase of 3.5%, as the White House claims. Furthermore, regardless of the Washington Post front page lead story uh, saying that, hey, yay, inflation is great, everything is wonderful, uh, the Republican National Committee laid the case, <clears throat> laid the case out with graphics and everything, increases in transportation costs and energy costs, in shelter costs, in food costs. Uh, and I, I know that all of us have noticed all of these increases. I've noticed them, certainly gasoline and everything else. Uh, but RNC points out since Biden took office, prices are up by 16.6%. That's in a year. All right. Spill the wine. Dig that girl. Spill the wine. Dig that girl. Dig that girl. All right, uh, ring cameras, the Statue of Liberty, transgender Democrats, Maxine Waters, and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. coming up.
Also, the uh, the climate panic, you know, it's summertime, it's always in the northern hemisphere, so it's, uh, when it's summertime in the southern hemisphere, you notice there isn't a lot of panic about about uh, global warming and climate change, because, you know, it's like, talk about flyover country, they don't even fly over those countries, they, they ignore them completely, but when it affects New York, like the Canadian forest fire smoke, uh, when it's the Midwest and Detroit and Chicago, they're being, uh, 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 you know, choked by the Canadian smoke. It's not a news story. I talked about this at the time. I was in Chicago. The smoke was everywhere. I came back here. It's not in the news. Then, uh, days later, the smoke reached New York, and suddenly it was front-page news everywhere because the news organization headquarters are in New York. You know the arrogance and the uh, how provincial New Yorkers are. I mean, honestly. And um, then it's then it's big news. Now, today it's going to be hot in Washington, D.C. I think it's going to be 95 degrees, maybe even 96 degrees. That's because it's summertime in Washington, where all the old apartment buildings uh, built before air conditioning, and they have uh, these, what do you call them, the slatted doors, like, you know, Venetian blind, I know they got a name for them, uh, those doors. In the apartment buildings, you can leave the front door to your apartment open because there's a second door, almost like a storm door, with wooden slats, right, to allow the airflow to go through. Because it's hot here in the summertime, and it has been forever. But, you know, how long have we been measuring temperature accurately in Washington, D.C.? You know, maybe uh, a couple of lifetimes, a couple of lifetimes, I guess. But here's the Washington Post today. Earth is at its hottest in thousands of years. Here's how we know. that they're, Because they're guessing. And it's, here's how we know. We know because the Democrat Party uh, has an agenda here. And they want to take away your money and your stuff and your freedoms and your liberties and your property and uh, limit your life because they're going to make the weather better. This It's not the weather, it's the climate. Yeah, uh, right. And uh, what does that have to do with the weather? Uh, that stumps them every time. What's a woman? That stumps them. That's a, how many genders are there? That stumps them every time, too. Stump the chump. You should have a, a game show when uh, libs call in, you know. Ask them tough questions like that because they don't know. Earth is at its hottest in thousands of years. Here's how we know. Observations are enough to make scientists confident that the current period of warming is exceptional. Scott Dance. Scott Dance is typing up the story on behalf of his party, the Democrat Party, because it's real hot, you know. Um, observations from both satellites... You know, it's uh, because the, sat- th- the satellite pictures from thousands of years ago clearly reveal <clears throat> that it was different then than it is now. You know who put those satellites up there? The patriarchy. That's who. You know, you know who? White guys. Some Asian guys, too. Uh, <laughs> white guys and uh, constellations of satellites layered one on top of another. Weather satellites, communication satellites, intelligence satellites. Um, all kinds of constellations, satellites all over the place. The patriarchy, that's who. You're welcome. Okay. I'd like a little thank you every now and then, wouldn't you? A little thank you. Michael wants a little thank you every now and then, too. Just, uh, you're welcome. Um, Observations from both satellites and the Earth's surface are indisputable. Nothing is indisputable. Democrats have taught us that, haven't they? The planet has warmed rapidly over the last 44 years. As far back now, 44 years ago, they were telling us about the 
ice age that was coming and the armadillos were, were headed south running from the, the glaciers that were going to be racing in our direction in no time at all. Time magazine cover story, uh, the coming ice age, and uh, it's good. Yeah, you think maybe there's a pendulum here of any kind? You think the great ball of fire in the sky has anything to do with it? Or, you know, the secular apocalypse is all man-made, and therefore only they can save us from us. See, that's how that goes. Their invisible man in the sky, since they're godless, is uh, uh, H2O. It's, H- it's uh, CO2. It's not H2O. It's, yeah, it's water. That's CO2. And uh, I just went and got a glass of water. Warm periods like ours last only 10,000 years, but ours has already lasted 12,000. So if the rhythm is right, we are over ready for a return of the ice. Experts like Reed Bryson, the head of the biggest meteorological department in the world in Wisconsin, believe that since 1945, that has been in progress. We're returning to an ice age. That's right. We're returning to an ice age. Howard K. Smith, who was a very authoritative journalist at the time, and he knew, and the most authoritative climate researchers in the world, they were in Wisconsin at the time. Wisconsin! And uh, they they knew that the Ice Age was coming because these warming periods and cooling periods. So there it is. Now, of course, uh, the observations from both satellites and the Earth's surface are indisputable. They're indisputable. And it's warmed uh, rapidly over the past 44 years. As far back as 1850, data from weather stations, very, very reliable data from 1850, the, the weather stations, all over the globe, especially all over the globe, very, very reliable. Make clear the Earth's average temperature has been rising. You know, I, I've always been a little chilly anyway. I could, uh, and a little warmer is probably fine, don't you think? In recent days, as the Earth, in recent days, the past uh, week or so, as the Earth has reached its highest average temperature in recorded history, scientists have made a bolder claim, colon. They love their colons. It may well be warmer than any time in the last 125,000 years. The key word there, anybody? Key word there? May. May, see, that's correct. May. May is a, you know, it's a guess. It's a scientific uh, guess. It's the, it's the wag, uh, you know, and I, I spent a lot of time, I spent 10 years at the Pentagon, right, as a journalist covering the military and the intelligence community. My office was in the Pentagon. It's where I went to work every day for, for 10 years. And they had uh, what they called a wag. You know, what's your best wag on this? Wag is a, a wild-ass guess. It's a wild-ass guess. That's a wag. What's your wag on this? Uh, and then and then there's, well, um, it's not just a wag, they would say. It's a swag. Well, what's your swag on this? That's a scientific wild-ass guess. See, that's uh, uh, you got your swags and your wags. That's uh, part of the lexicon over there. But uh, maybe the hottest, maybe, maybe, <laughs> Uh, any time in the last 125,000 years. Now, uh, for how long, uh, what, what, what is human history, recorded history, since we've been writing stuff down and things like that? Jesus Christ uh, walked the earth about 2,000 years ago. And let's say 4,000, let's go 6,000 years. But they got 125,000 years on their weather records here because somebody drilled a hole in the ice and they pulled up a core sample. And they said, oh, look, see, now we know. Uh, tracing climactic fluctuations back centuries and millennia is less simple and precise than checking records from satellites or thermometers. 
Oh, thanks for that. That's because I, I wouldn't have been aware of that if I hadn't read that in the Washington Post. It, Im- it involves pouring through everything from ancient diaries to lake bed sentiments to tree trunk rings. See, right? This is like medieval science. It's, you know, Theodoric of York. Um, if the witch uh, floats, then she's a witch. If she sinks, then she's not a witch. She drowns, but she's not a witch. See, that's the, <laughs> that's the thing with your, your Democrat Party and their, their science. Who are you who are so wise in the ways of science? <laughs> uh, Forbes magazine has a story uh, also. July 4th, the headline says, was Earth's hottest day in over 100,000 years. See, that's the hottest day in over 100,000 years. Breaking record for two day in a row. It's a, that's the, uh, it's the, it, it's breaking the records all over the place. It's, uh, and I'm, I don't know about you, but I'm terrified. I'm going to go get some Freon. I'm going to get, I'm going to get some, well, you can still get it because they want to take away air conditioning. This is one of their plans is to take away air conditioning. I don't think they like, uh, the human species. What do you think? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. So the uh, 4th of July was the hottest day on Earth in as many as 125,000 years. Forbes magazine, they have the same uh, thing that the Washington Post has. Breaking a record set the day before. See? It was set the day. First, there was a record, that, and then uh, on the 3rd of July. Then on the 4th of July, it was even hotter. Hottest on 125,000 years. How do they know? Well, you know, they asked uh, Theodoric, man of medieval science, and he knows. As the return of El Nino weather pattern, isn't it racist to always bring El Nino? And that's a that's a, a Latino uh, term, and it might be gendered too. Is that gendered? Because <laughs> we got El Nino and uh, El Nina, right? Uh, that's the boy weather pattern and the girl weather pattern. And we're now aren't they Latinx now? Shouldn't it be uh, El Ninx? El Nintinx. Joe Biden could explain it to us. Maybe Kamala could explain it to it. Uh, the El Nino weather pattern collides with soaring temperatures at the start of summer. Researchers say they got researchers saying this stuff, so it's got to be true. I don't know about you, but I am already in a panic. I really am, and it's going to be hot today, which just proves the case. Um, but they again, when it's hot in the southern hemisphere, right? When it's winter time in the northern hemisphere, summertime in the Southern Hemisphere. It's not really a topic of conversation with the New York media. But then summer comes, and they're always in a panic because it's the squirrel brain thing. I <laughs> got the squirrel brain thing. Going. All right, we haven't taken a phone call yet. We should go to uh, we should go to the telephones. And uh, oh yeah, and also I this I mentioned the White House tweet where they said that that uh, inflation adjusted income is up three point five percent, and they tweeted that out. And then it's the Twitter. They have this uh, community fact check thing, and um, and they said, well, actually, according to your own government records in the Bureau of Labor, Labor Statistics, that's the opposite of the truth. That's then, so they posted it and attached it to the White House tweet, which is pretty funny. Um, what a world! What a life! Okay, let's go to uh, the telephones, Michael. Let's go to Richard calling from Manassas, Virginia. Ricardo, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Uh, thanks for taking my call, Chris. Uh, just want to say, so what? what? You know, storms are down. We went an entire decade without a single hurricane making landfall. 
But that goes unnoticed. And now they're complaining about El Nino. So it's now man-made undersea volcanic activity that's influencing the climate because that's what causes El Nino is undersea volcanism heats the water, creating more water vapor in the atmosphere. So now we're responsible for undersea volcanic activity too, I suppose. Definitely. And it's because of you. Uh, and you yeah. probably drive an SUV or something like that, and that makes uh, you... Actually, I'm in a Prius right now because they get really, <laughs> really good gas mileage. I don't care about the... Uh, now, I will say, the hybrid's the way to go if you're going to go fuel efficient like that. The battery car is more devastating to the environment and the climate than uh, than the gas-powered car, so uh, I would I'd stick with either the hybrid or the gas-powered car first. That's, uh, that's fair enough. I respect that completely. A good friend of mine who's a police officer uh, got a Prius because he lived like uh, 50 miles outside of the city of Washington. And, and uh, you know, it's, uh, and it's a big deal. And with Democrats, the gas prices double and they go up and up. And, uh, Richard, you mentioned the hurricanes, and you're, and you're uh, 100% correct, of course. During the uh, Obama administration, the United States broke a record for going for the longest period of time, the greatest number of months, without having a major hurricane make landfall. That means a Category 3 or Category 4 hurricane. Uh, Category 1, Category 2, not so worried about. But we broke the record uh, during the Obama administration for going the longest period of time in 125,000 years. Just kidding. I made that up because there is no way anybody could know uh, what kind of hurricanes there were. Yeah, the, you know, the satellites yeah, the, that the Romans used right. during the birth of Christ right. was recording all that temperature, you know, and uh, you know the Neanderthals and the and also the Pythocene launching those satellites 125,000 years ago. Thank God for those guys. That's exactly right. Uh, you know, in Cro-Magnon man's uh, weather records, uh, very advanced, very sophisticated, and and of course they're they're satellites. <laughs> they had uh, they were made of rock. And wood, which is uh, very interesting, Richard. That how did they? How did the Neanderthal man make satellites out of wood and rocks? Yeah, it's uh, the little bird flying up and down from the Flintstones. You know, at, uh, with, hey, it's hot down here. You know, and, and they fly back up to the satellite. You know, the Flintstones live. I love the fact that the Flintstones live on. Richard, uh, thank you for the call, and it's one hundred percent correct. Uh, I think it was in two thousand fifteen. That uh, the we established the record, the all well, the uh, in recorded um, history, but recorded weather history doesn't go back that far. It doesn't go back 125,000 years, and the fact that they pretend it does means that you probably shouldn't take them too seriously and believe the things that they say because they're a bit wacky when they say things like that. And especially played Howard K. Smith there in when was that? Probably 1979. Um, Howard K. Smith saying here comes the Ice Age, and we're all off to panic because the Ice Age is coming. And here we are, you know, a short lifetime later, and now we all have to panic because, you know, there it is. Yeah, but uh, we uh, set a record, a record. You know, the news media, they were blaming the Koch brothers for hurricanes at that point. You remember that? Because they're insane. Mm-mm-mm-mm. But they're, uh, you know, at least they're political fanatics. And they've politicized everything from, you know, gender in kindergarten to every warm day anywhere on the planet. 
Not that they're nuts or anything. Speaking of which, you got uh, Joe Biden. He is, did you know that he's grandfatherly? He's grandfatherly, and it turns out that's a really positive thing. And it's a big win for the world. That's coming up. There's a theory advanced by climatologists that the last two years of battering by winter means that an ice age is returning to the Earth with glaciers down to the Mason-Dixon line and freezing temperatures south of that. Uh, we've got a uh, we got a whole bunch we got a whole bunch because Democrats are out of their cages again. Here is uh, CBS News. CBS News. Joe Biden just got you know he's uh, I think he's just back from Europe. I think he's back. Didn't stop anywhere along the way, did he? Iceland. There's a volcano going in Iceland. I want to go up there and go to the volcano. Gushing red lava, bubbling red lava spewing into the air, kind of fun. My best girl and I went to Iceland uh, several years ago now. Uh, cool place, great place. Like to go back for the Northern Lights. Hey, isn't tonight supposed to be the Northern Lights all the way down to Maryland? Tonight, starting at 10 p.m. Eastern, I think. Uh, the Northern Lights, could probably climate change. Probably got everything to do with climate change. Uh, but that's what they're saying. I think uh, read it the other day, 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. or something. You may see the northern lights as far south as Maryland. You got to be in a dark place and everything. Um, I don't. I don't live in a dark place. But here is uh, CBS News, the headline, because uh, Biden was going around in Europe bumping into everything like a jellyfish, because he has the IQ of a jellyfish, and uh, the King Charles the Third had to uh, grab him by the elbow and walk him around, and the uh, the uh, big boss the. Uh, president prime minister of Lithuania had to guide him around and and uh, and he got uh, Volodymyr Zelensky's name wrong uh, called him Vladimir and the White House uh, cleaned up the transcript for him as though he never said it for the Vladimir historical and I, we, the, I should, shouldn't be so familiar you shouldn't be so familiar but you know but they're dating so uh, but here is so he made a buffoon of himself and he is cluster bomb Biden, right? Or just cluster Joe for, uh, for short. But CBS News headline, because he uh, performed as a doddering fool performs, the media has to get to work spinning that for him and for the Democrat Party because there's an election next year, you know. And uh, the headline at CBS News is Biden's, quote, grandfatherly appeal, end quote, may be asset overseas at NATO summit. His grandfatherly appeal may be an asset overseas. And there is headline after headline about his grandfatherly appeal. CBS News and NBC News had one and a whole bunch of media outlets all over the United States of America. They're spinning his doddering foolery and uh, telling us that it's it's grandfatherly and it's charming. It's an asset. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, 
It's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.